Welcome to Kitzur Bay Kitzur. We're up to Simen Kuf Lamed Zayin. The halachas of shaking the lulav and esrog and ha-kofos sifalif. Kitzur begins by telling us, we take the lulav together bundled with the other three minim. The spine of the lulav should be facing you in your right hand. The esrog goes in the left hand because with all mitzvahs, since by all mitzvahs we have to make the bracha before doing the mitzvah itself, the esrog in this case, has to be held upright in order to be Yitzah. So we hold it facing down the way it grows, with the Sheshanta up. This way, when you pick it up before the bracha, the crown at the bottom, you won't be Yitzah until after the bracha. Make the bracha standing up of Al-Natilas Lulav, since the Lulav is the tallest. That's the most Chashev. And the entire bundle is it's called the Lulav Bundle, so the bracha is on the Lulav. On the first day, you also make the bracha of Shehechiyonu. The Mishnah Berurah says that if someone by mistake took the little of the right side up, but he hasn't waved it yet, he can still make the bracha. He should also stand while shaking it as well. Bidyevet, if someone was sitting, he is still Yaitza shaking the lulav. If the first day of Yom Tif is Shabbos, then we don't take the lulav on Shabbos. The Isser from the Chachamim as a gzera, that maybe someone would carry the lulav and esrog in Rosh Hashanah. In which case, on the second day of Yom Tif, we're going to make the shechayonu. Then, after making the bracha, we turn the esrog over, bring it up close to the lulav so that there's no space between them, and shake it, the the full bundle in all four directions: east, south, west, and then north. Followed by up and down. The same waving. Directions apply in Hallel. There are those who follow the minig of the Arizal, which wave right, left, forward, up, down, and then back. The Mishnah writes that the minig in his country, in Radin over there, was they would hold out the little bundle in the direction which he is waving and then bring it back very close to this body next to the chest, shaking the entire time, making the leaves rustle. And then you do that two more times, and so three times in each direction, extending and retracting while shaking throughout. If someone shook it in a different minug, in a different direction, he's still yaitza. In fact, if he didn't wave at all, he's still yaitza. Nevertheless, he should shake it again, pick it up, and actually do the wavings. The Nanuim are important. The, Mishra, the Rav Moshe says that if someone is sick and he's not able to shake the lulav, he should still make the bracha from just picking up the lulav and esrog. Whatever your minig is, you do that for shaking the lulav and esrog after the bracha, for halal and for hakafas by hashanas. One should be, be sure that the esrog is right up against the lulav. There shouldn't be any space between them. If the esrog is upside down, I Meaning it's backwards. He took the esrog in the right hand and the lulav in the left. He should take it again, shake it again, but without a bracha. The Mr. Brewer says that this also applies if he took both of them in one hand. If someone is a lefty, he takes the lulav in his right, his stronger hand. For a lefty, his right hand is his left hand. That's his stronger hand. And he takes the esrog in his right hand which is his weaker hand. If a lefty does it like a righty, he should shake again without a bracha. 
If someone is ambidextrous, if he if it's easier in if if he finds it easier to work with his left hand than he's lefty, even if he's able to do things with his right hand. But if it's mamish the same with both hands, that's ambidextrous. And in that case he should perform the brocha like a righty, like most people. Next the kitzer says, on cholamoid, one should uh, if someone is wearing tefillin, he should remove it before taking the lulav. Or at least he should remove the tefillin that's around his actual hand. So that's not a chatzitza between his hand and the lulav. One should also remove the rings of the tefillin from around his finger when shaking the lulav. This is for someone who has the minog of wearing tefillin on cholamoid. Next the kitzer tells us that when it comes to halal, we shake by a hoidu. There are six words besides for Hashem's name in We shake by each word. We don't shake by Hashem's name. So hoidu we go east. By ki we go south. Toiv we go west. Ki the second key goes north. Laoilam goes up. Chastoi goes down. The Shliach Tzibor does not shake. By the last two hoidus, he only shakes by hoidu and yoimano Yisrael. But the tzibor shakes every time they say hoidu. They repeat that pasuk every time. There are those who follow the minog arizal and they shake the lulav in the section only with the first pasuk of hoidu. The first time they say hoidu. We also shake by ono Hashem. The shach tzibor and the tzibor shake, but only by ono Hashem Hashiyono, not by ono Hashem Atzlichono. Since there are three words without the, the Shem Hashem, we shake in two directions for each one word to get the six directions. Again, by Hoidu at the end of Halal, we do the same shaking, the Tzibor and the Chazen, as we did above. When we shake downwards, we shall lower only our hands, but the Lulav and the other uh, of the three Minim should stay facing up. It moves down, but it doesn't turn down. Some people are noyeg to actually turn the lulav down while waving in that direction. And the Mr. Brewer supports the first view of leaving it facing upwards. Everyone should fit, follow the minog of his makoim. When shaking, you don't need to turn your face in the direction which you're waving. You only need to turn the head of the lulav. The na'anuim, the waving, does not need to be done with excessive force, just a little rattle enough to shake the leaves is enough. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.